0: in misery, and you are the only God. We praise you this morning because of who you are, and we thank you for who you have made us to be in you and with you. We glorify you because we know you are here before we came here, and even when we are here, you are still with us. Father, lead us in this service this morning in the name of Jesus. As we enter into your word, we ask, the Lord, that your word will bring light, Amen. to bring understanding unto our simple mind, Amen. that your word, of oh God, will come into each and every one of us as seed, it sees. and will be watered, and germinate, to produce that fruit of wisdom in us, Amen. this day forward, in the name of Jesus. Father, we just thank you. We bless your holy name for Jesus' name pray. Amen. Amen and amen. amen. Please put your hands together for the Lord. Thank you so very much, Father. You rock. Your rock. We just love you so dearly. Amen. How's everyone doing this morning? Everyone enjoying the goodness of the Lord. Yeah. Uh, I want to thank God because. He is with us, and will continue to be our God. Amen. Amen. Uh, we're still enjoying the month of October, trying to work so hard to gain understanding in how to begin to manifest the excellent wisdom that the Lord expects us as his own children Everywhere we show up to manifest. And so we want to continue in our series this month. Revolve around that topic or that thing for the month. And my prayers that the Lord himself he will minister unto someone under the sound of my voice this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Proverbs chapter 4. It's a very popular verse of the scripture that even babies, sometimes they quote. The adults and the aged quote the same scripture. For many only have descriptions on their lips, not in their hearts. do what he said or to walk towards the contents of the scriptures and so we're going to be reading from verse seven to nine from chapter four from seven to nine this morning as i discussed the products of wisdom we've been talking about wisdom having to be able to manifest excellent wisdom. I want to thank God our brother, brother Wally, did a fantastic job last Sunday as well, you know, talking on this thing, a series of life experience, work experience, relational experience. I pray that the Lord will minister Unto someone, as we look at some of the products of wisdom, what will wisdom do when for someone who actually gained or is blessed with wisdom? Proverbs chapter 4 verse 7. The wisdom writer says, Wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom. I mean, all that you ever get in life, so I mean, all you're getting, get understanding. Verse 8, exalt wisdom. And wisdom will promote you. You so exalt her and she will promote you. She will bring you honor. So you don't have to be searching everywhere for honor. All you need is just get wisdom, get understanding. She will bring you honor when you embrace her. And verse 9 says, she will place on your head an ornament of grace, a crown of glory she will deliver to you. This is wisdom. Every child of God is in the heart of God to be able to manifest the wisdom of God. The Bible made us to understand that Jesus is the wisdom of God. In First Corinthians chapter 1 verse 30, verse 24 and verse 30, Verse twenty four says, "But of him you of him you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God, and righteousness, and sanctification, and redemption." Verse twenty four says. Go back to verse twenty four. You have it. Proverbs 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 24. He says, What are you there? He said, But to those who are called, to those who are called, both Jews and Greek, Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God. And so Jesus became the wisdom of God. He is the wisdom of God. And when Christ is huge, you are expected, we are expected to walk in wisdom. In fact, it is wisdom. It is a wise thing to even allow him to come into our lives. One that doesn't have Christ in him, manifesting in him, directing his path, is actually not a wise person. Uh, Over okay. the course of the month, we have been able to highlight some of the uh, types of wisdom based on what James told us. Uh, we've been able to see in James when he talks about the earthly wisdom, which is sensual, the intellectual wisdom, the demonic wisdom, the demonic wisdom, the one that is very slicky the one that actually likes to deceive and present, as if is the it true, is been smart, outsmarting others. And then it now talks about the wisdom that comes from above. So we've been concentrating more on the wisdom that actually comes from above. The intellectual wisdom makes you to be able to acquire knowledge in your career, in your school, get the formal education, and then you will now begin to position yourself for a job, an opportunity that you applied, and then you excel or do well. That's intellectual wisdom. The athlete wisdom comes in various forms of life, in administration, in relationship, in everything that you just don't we care careful how you do it. Even when you don't have Christ in you, yes, the actual wisdom can still see you through, but it doesn't actually give you that, uh, that that which you require to actually please God most of the time. But the wisdom that is from above, it says first it is pure, and then it is gentle. I pray that. Everyone here will begin to produce the products, the evidence, the fruits of that wisdom that comes from above in the mighty name of Jesus. As we continue continuing looking at this thing this month and discussing about wisdom, because no longer the sound of my voice and none in this assembly this month will end this month without getting the understanding of how to begin to walk in the way of wisdom. That is why every passage, as much as possible that you are able to get, you will get this month. I said you will get it this month (laughs) in the mighty name of Jesus. But let us look at what even the dictionary says about wisdom. The English dictionary, the advice. English dictionary, divine wisdom as the trait of utilizing knowledge and experience with common sense and insights. Okay. How many have ever heard the word, I mean, the statement that common sense is not common? Yeah. Uh, wisdom too is not common. And wisdom is not, it is not based on age. You can see somebody very old and yes, behaving foolishly, it doesn't, wisdom does not actually answer to a profession or a career or whatsoever, no. But when you have the wisdom, when you are blessed with with wisdom, you are able to understand what is right and what is wrong. That's part of the wisdom, uh, the definition of wisdom. So what's the biblical, how can we, based on the word of God, now actually define wisdom as we go on? You will not stop hearing about this until this month runs up. Biblical wisdom is the ability to discern the true nature of a thing and be able to come true with the desired results. It is the ability to discern the true nature of a thing. You know, many times the true nature of a thing is hidden from us naturally, but wisdom will dig it out. Wisdom will pull and show, throw a light into it, and you'll be able to see what others are not seeing, and you'll be able to perceive what others around you are not perceiving. That is wisdom. It is knowing what to do and doing it at the right time. That is wisdom. And wisdom is the correct application of knowledge and the experience that you have acquired. If one of them acquires so much experience in life and yet still falls into the same mistake, of the yet to the yesterday, years, many years. A person is not working in wisdom. It's not working in wisdom. You failed in this and then you get over it. One year after, or two months, three months down the road, you still make the same error. And then you come back or realize it and then you fall into it again. Something must be wrong. But my prayer is that that will not be a portion in the mighty name of Jesus. Wisdom is the ability to judge between good and evil. To be able to judge between what is good, what is right, and what is not right. The good and the evil. In 1 Kings chapter 3 verse 9. 1 Kings chapter 3 verse 9. After that, Solomon and actually offered unto God that sacrifice. The Lord asked them. he said, ask whatsoever I want you want from me. Ask, ask me, what do you want? What did he say? He said, therefore, give to your servants. And understanding hearts to judge your people that I may discern between good and evil. For who is able to judge these great people of yours? The people of God are given the Spirit of God as I am given. God. In fact, many of these people have formal education, they're older than me. They have more experience. I'm just coming in. How am I able to judge these ones? Give me understanding. Give me discerning spirit to be able to know what is good and be able to see how much is if either in me or in the situation that I find myself with my people and be able to correct it. But who is able to judge these great people of yours? You cannot be a judge without the wisdom of God, without utterly wisdom. The judges in our courts, most of them, they have the utterly wisdom to so be able to design and say, ah, ah, ah. Why did that happen? Ask various questions. Prove your cases. And then they are able to dissect and see and say, "Okay, I think this is wrong. Why not follow the law in this way? So they have the wisdom that is based on the intellectual knowledge that they have acquired. But to you and to me, because this wisdom has to produce in our lives a way of life that will be pleasing unto God and giving us that which we require. We need to know what this wisdom really is. So when knowledge and experience is correctly applied in a most difficult and complex situation, it produces the desired results pleasing unto God and unto man. When knowledge and the experience acquired in life is correctly applied in most difficult and complex situations of life, when, actually, when your rubber hits the road and you don't know to turn to the right or to turn to the left, Wisdom is required then to be able to know what to do that will be pleasing unto God, and God is smiling on that decision based on your ways. So man, every human error in life or problem in life, listen to this. Every human problem or failure in life is rooted in the lack of wisdom. Think of any area that you're in life. And just come up honestly with the decision that actually go to them. You see that is not the right decision. Every failure in life is rooted in the lack or our lack of decision-making. In Proverbs chapter 2, from verse 10 to 15. Proverbs chapter 2, from verse 10 to 15. The Bible says, Verse 10, he said, When wisdom enters your heart, when wisdom does what? When wisdom enters your heart and knowledge is pleasant to your soul, discretion will preserve you, understanding will keep you. To deliver you from the ways of evil and from the man who speaks barbarousness. From those who lead the path of uprightness to walk in the way of darkness, who rejoice in doing evil, and delight in the perversity of the wicked, whose ways are crooked, and who are devoid of their parts. When wisdom enters you, meaning that wisdom is out there, Waiting to be invited in. Waiting to come in to begin to direct our path and be able to do that, which is able to do for us. One of the products that he produced, according to the scripture that we just read here, is our deliverance from the evil ways and the evil men in life. When you become wise and wisdom comes into you, You are able to discern when things are wrong or you are going the wrong way in life, either in your relationship, in your financial decision, in your academic decision, even in your own future. You will know if you're working in integrity, in honor, or in dishonor. But when you cannot discern this, it means that you're not right. One may be walking in folly and be arguing his own way with every other person, believing that he is right. Guess what? It lacks understanding. That's lack of wisdom. Every single thing that you do that is able to hurt you or hurt somebody else, and yet. You do not see anything wrong in it. You are not acting in the right way, and it's not of wisdom. The wisdom of God, the Bible says, it is pure and it is gentle. The wisdom from above has a product that makes one to actually enjoy life. I pray someone will begin to enjoy life. Please step forward in the name of Jesus. In First Corinthians chapter 15 verse thirty-three. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33, the Bible says, do not be deceived. Evil company corrupt. Evil company corrupts. It is wisdom that will make me to understand that, that will be able to make me understand that I need to be delivered from this evil company that is taking me away from enjoying life from pleasing God from having a good relationship with everyone around me it is wisdom that delivers is part of the product of wisdom for people to identify that one what I'm doing is wrong two the company that I am with that is actually influencing what I'm doing that is wrong That delivers me from such. When I go to a place and I find out that I'm not lifted up there, I get kind of not blessed. Or you call me, or we are discussing, and, or at the end of the day, I get kind of angry about somebody, or about someone, or about something in life. That I'm not supposed to. It is wisdom that was able to deliver me from that situation and from that type of company. My prayer is that the wisdom of God will deliver us this month in the mighty name of Jesus. Our first Corinthians chapter one, verse 9. He said, Paul said to the church at Corinth, he said, I wrote to you in my history not to keep company with sexually immoral people. Why would it talk to them like that?
1: There are many
0: who are old there, there are many who are married there, there are many who have common sense there, and all of that. But said I wrote to you in my history, that do not keep company with such religious adultery. Immorality, even forget about the sexual immorality of any kind. He said, I'm writing this to you, understand what's wrong. It will destroy you. It's not helpful to you. So you've got to be able to understand it. And Proverbs chapter 10, verse 23 says, Proverbs chapter 10, verse 23. Could you a little, a little bit walk with me, bro? Yes, Wait, that's why you got all this before. Four hundred. Okay, Proverbs so um, 23. The Bible says, "To do evil is like sports to a fool. To do evil is what? Like sports. To do evil is like. So it's a game. It's a game to." A... To so the fool, to so do evil is like a sword to a fool. But a man of understanding has what? what, what the man of understanding does what? He has wisdom. So keeping company with one that is only playing games, trying to play game, has a motive, has a plan. Has his own notion or her own notion or whatsoever that he wants to gain from you. You go to wisdom, go to deliver you from such. And my prayer is that moving forward in life, you will not be ensnared Amen. with evil company. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus, it never paid anywhere, and it will never pay in life. Next thing is that. The product of wisdom is a happy and joyful life. Wisdom produces a happy and joyful life. When you embrace wisdom, guess what? You will what? You will what? When you embrace wisdom, when I embrace wisdom, I will... Live a happy and joyful life. Proverbs chapter 3, from verse 13 to 18. He said, What? He says, What? Happy Happy is the man 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 who finds wisdom, and the man who gains understanding. Verse 14. He said, For her produce are better than the prophets of silver, and again, the fine gold. She is more precious than rubies, she is more precious than money. And all the things you may desire cannot be compared with wisdom. When you get wisdom, guess what? Her rubies cannot be compared. You'll be contented with what God has given unto you. You'll be contented with The possession that God has given unto you, the household that the Lord has given unto you, the job that the Lord has given unto you, the career that the Lord has given unto you, the health that the Lord has given unto you. He said, It's it's more precious than this. And all the things you may desire cannot be compared with that. Verse 16 says, What's part of the Fruits, the products? Length of days. Length of days, when you don't have to worry. Once life will not be kosher. It's a length of days is in the right hand. In a left hand, riches and honor. How many things? how many of these products do you find it? Just in this one verse alone. Length of days. Riches and honor. and honor. What are we running after? Many will leave wisdom and be running after honor and running after riches. When the principal thing that is wisdom writer says, we are neglecting. From today, we will seek her. I said from today, I will seek her. I will, seek her. I will embrace, her. I will embrace and her. And they will produce to me produce. length of this riches and, and honor in the name of Jesus. Verse seventeen says our waste Amen. are the ways of blessing. And all our parts are what? So you want to live in, in a peaceful life it's like pleasing unto the Lord and pleasing unto man, pleasing. I mean, just contented and just enjoying life. Embrace them. It will take all the worries away. It will show you the inside. Pastor was ministering here uh, during our work as uh, meeting. He said, The Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is better than the GPS. Many of us will depend on the GPS for what is about to happen ahead of the road. But the Holy Spirit can actually minister to you what is ahead. Mm-hmm. So our ways, our ways of pleasantness, and all part of okay. peace. Why don't we embrace that? Verse 18 now says. Let's read that together.
1: She is a She's a tree of, a tree of
0: life. To those who, take, to hold those who take hold of her. Mm-hmm. And happy are all. It, happy? You will retain that wisdom. Mm-hmm. I said the grace to retain wisdom. Mm-hmm. The Lord release upon somebody under the sound of my voice this morning in the name of mm-hmm. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Then another, another, product, another product of wisdom is a of. How many know that? Mm -hmm. Pastor, don't have to talk about that. The tongue. James chapter three, verse one and two says, "My brethren, let let not many of you become teachers, knowing that we shall receive a scripture judgment. Why? Because teachers say things that people will take, but many sometimes." The teacher himself teaches others the way of righteousness and they follow it, and he himself actually is not doing it. Guess what? He has a spiritual judgment. So I said, break your thumbs. And verse 2 now says, For we all stumble in many things. If anyone does not stumble in words, he's a perfect man and is able. Also, to breathe through his whole body. And Proverbs chapter 17, verse 27 and 28. He said, I want you to pay attention to these two verses. I'll read this, and then you all will read verse 28. Okay? And you read it loud. All right. Okay. Verse 27 says, He who has knowledge, fears his word. And the man of understanding is of a calm spirit. Verse 28. Even a fool is counted wise. When he was, he is considered. How many understand that? Even the fool is counted wise when the horse is peace. When they shut his lips, it is considered perceptive. You know what happens on that? That man, all the kids that are not here now. You know, I took them to the mountain, you, you guys remember, right? I took all my kids the mountains and they are all in their 12, 13, 14 and uh, the oldest I think is 18. And as we we're, were traveling we were going and Daniel and I were sitting in the front and I can I, I, I can overhear all their conversations. How old is Danny? 13? At 13 i'm listening to how they were conversing about the european league and the footballers by name talking about their personal lives and guess what i don't watch the european soccer i don't have understanding of what they're saying what did i do to be a wise man What did I do? If I say something, <laughs> I will like, look to those little kids. And the pastor is an old oh, man. He's supposed to know this. <laughs> uh-huh. Even a fool is considered what? When he can just, whatsoever you don't have understanding on. Don't just come and you don't be using brain knowledge when there are people around you that actually have better understanding of what is going on. Don't assume you know when you know you don't know. It is wisdom. Learn to be quiet. Learn to learn. Especially in leadership. In leadership, guess what? Oh, we all can just be seated. I mean, I've been attending all the workers. Uh, Who who are those discussing? You discuss the scenarios, right? And Pastor will be just interjecting and then respond. I learned from every single wisdom that everyone was actually sharing, the understanding that everyone was bringing in. And many times, the understanding and the knowledge of every other person around you actually shapes your own understanding. But if you prove, you know, you know, you know, and you're talking, and everyone is looking at saying, "What the trash?" Instead of honor, what is it? What, 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 what what's coming up? Sin, dishonor, losing of what is supposed to be yours? Tell somebody close to you, this month, moving forward, learn to pray through your tongues. To you. oh, I think I even say it. <laughs> I that's you. I you that's you. Say it to somebody to encourage that voice on, learn to bring to your tongues. In Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 3. In Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 3, the Bible says, Even when the fool walks along the way, mm. that's why one does not have born to be a fool or to be a wise person. Even when the fool walks along the way, it lacks wisdom. And it shows everyone that he's a fool. Ah! ah. Mm-hmm. Need to learn wisdom. I need to begin to work in wisdom. I need to understand knowledge and know how to apply knowledge. That's when honor comes. You need to become a problem solver. Everyone with understanding and wisdom actually are problem solver. They are not part of the problem that is being solved everywhere in the world. That's why everyone that solves man's problem, they are never believes. They are always up there. Why? Because they're able to liberate those in darkness, those with holy hearts. So it doesn't matter the level of one's education. You stop learning when one gets into the grave. And as long as we still live, we've got to be able to make sure that. We don't just stay in having the knowledge or the understanding, but we've got to move forward to be able to know how to apply the knowledge and the understanding that came through the experience that we have had in that field, of course, of relationship in life. So applied in order to be able to see the product that is produced to us. I pray that the Lord will bless somebody continually through the power of these words in Jesus' name. We're about to close. The next product I want to discuss is humility. Wisdom has the product, produces humility in the man's life. And Proverbs chapter 11 verse 2 says, when pride comes, what, what comes? Shame. Shame comes. But with the humble, with the humble is what? Whistler. Pride is not good. And that's why God Himself said He resists the proud. He sees the proud does not have knowledge understanding, not having wisdom, lacking wisdom. And in Proverbs chapter 13, verse 10, he said, By pride comes nothing but, as as pride. but what? But with the well advised is what? With the well advised is what? It's wisdom. How about chapter 15, verse 33? Let's read it together. He said the fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom. And before honor is humility. Don't put honor before humility. Amen? Amen. Don't put honor before humility. I oh, you didn't honor me. He said this to me. He did this to me. Oh. Humble yourself before. Problem. Humility humility. Listen to this: humility is for weakness. Humility is no weakness. The fact that you call somebody younger to you, brother or sister, doesn't mean that he's older than you, doesn't mean that is more rich, wealthy, or whatsoever than you. Not that it doesn't mean that it's higher than you. It's just that you give honor to whom is, honor is you, and respect, because respect. Humility is a product, a good product that every Christian believer is supposed to produce, have, and exist. And the next product is the one that is very, very obvious. Uh, you cannot you cannot have wisdom and still be a broken uh, or living poverty And so I said, part of the product of wisdom is a wealthy living. You don't have to have that millions of dollars of naira, what cities, right, whatsoever, the currency that you spend. Wow. You don't have to have it all to actually live a wealthy life. Or when the wisdom of God comes upon you, He gives you the understanding of how to actually spend the little that you have as if you have it all. What happened to the man, we talked about well. Now, there are people in the scriptures that actually live with wisdom. I mean, they actually possess this spirit of wisdom. When we're talking about wisdom in the scripture, we're going to be talking about Daniel, right? We're going to be talking about Joseph, right? And you don't want to actually preach about wisdom, without making mention of the man who wrote almost more than two about wisdom. But guess what? the same actually never applied the wisdom when it's supposed to. And that's why you can now begin to read the book of Ecclesiastes, which is the book of regrets. And I know I should have. So, my son, my children, don't do it this way. Do it this way. Everything you read, you're reading in the Book of Proverbs and Ecclesiastes is the regret of the one that possessed wisdom that was actually given the wisdom, and when the wisdom came upon him, wealth came, honor came, fame came, and then the to of arrogance. He used the wisdom to be able to manage seven hundred wives, three hundred concubines, leaving God way behind. And when I then I, I look at the Book of Ecclesiastes, chapter one, verse twelve. Do you have it? Verse twelve. And I say, I, the preacher. I said, Ah, when did the king become preacher? Give it to us. Ecclesiastes chapter 1 verse. Where, where, where were you? Uh, look at that. They said, I, the preacher, was king over Israel in Jerusalem. When the king with 700 wives and 300 concubines became the preacher and now began to preach about the way of wisdom. After he has squandered. And he has now look at everything that he, had, that he had run after. And accounted counted them as violence. As vapor. As the wind. Yeah. Everything that we are running after today that is taking God away from us, guess what? It's a way of falling. Taking us away from the honor and the beauty of the Lord and the provision of the Lord of peace for us. And he now wrote everything. He wrote it so powerfully. Even go to chapter 3 and said, there's time for everything. The time to be born, the time to do this, or that, the time to lose it. He, the time he's supposed to have done, he knew he wasted the time. Now to redeem the time, is what he's trying to do. And then we go to chapter 12. Now begin to encourage the youth. What did he say in verse 1 of chapter 12? He said, Now, you that are now still younger, remember the law in the days of your youth. Uh, before the difficult days come and the years drawn near, when you say have no pleasure. There, He knew that he missed it and it it's now right for everyone of us not to be able to miss it. Wealth will take God from us, riches, took it. We know very well about the rich fool that came to Jesus, who was rich, but it's, it's not wealth. Wisdom will give one wealth. And when the words come, it brings honor. But the last thing that makes the words to last and eventually give peace is that life of obedience. The life of obedience is the last product we want to discuss today. The life of obedience, obedience to the word of God. Cannot be compromised by any child of God. Obedience to the Word of God cannot be compromised by the Word. Of God. I mean, by any child of God. God finds it more painful, and it brings ruts. It It produces its ruts more than anything. When his children are living in disobedience to this word, world, every word that proceed out of the mouth of God, they are powerful and they are sharper than the enemy so to be able to do whatsoever to sent to do in the life of the children of God. That's why James wrote as well. James chapter 1 verse 21 and 22. Say, therefore, Mm -hmm. give me verse 22. Say, but be to us of the world and not hear us commanding, deceiving yourself. I'll be a deceiver, and I hear the word of the Lord, and I fear to allow the world to penetrate my soul and put it into action. I'm not wise, and we are not wise. We cannot produce the fruits of wisdom when the word of the Lord does not have a place in our daily life. I just bow down before the Lord. i talk to the Lord this morning. Said Father, as we store the spirits of wisdom upon your son Jesus and upon the men of old that you are proud of, release the same spirits upon me this day moving forward. Let wisdom enter into me and cause me from this day forward to begin to manifest the wayward of the wise, walk in the path of righteousness and be able to walk in the fear of the Lord. in all that I lay my heart to do or my hands to accomplish. Give me the grace of God to pursue that which profits the kingdom and not just the vanity of this life. Cause me, Lord, to gain understanding from this day forward, your will and your purpose concerning me. I thank you, Father. We give you praise and glory this day. For Jesus' mighty name, we pray.